Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. We back. My expert opinion, I'm not going to put a number on this episode. This is a PSA for everybody who's been noticing the cannabis culture growing rapidly. Legalization spreading throughout the states, especially here in America. Well, here in America. And I don't think everybody understands what's really going on. So I got these gentlemen here today. My man, Sav. Appreciate it, bro. Sean Bigger, of course, in the building. Did it again. <laughs> Corey. 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 I don't you know why I'm with Corey. Corey That's and okay. Elliot. Um, the name of your business is? Um, PropRx and Liberty. Right. PropRx is the manufacturer distrib- distribution. And delivery. And Liberty is? And Liberty is um, a retail storefront in Humboldt County and a delivery. Well, okay. All right, gentlemen, while we here, talk about everything. Yeah, let's dig yeah. into it. Right. Um, cannabis, marijuana. I I swear to God, hip hop has been the number one promoter for you know weed and and weed products nowadays, and we don't have that full control, do we? Not at all. Nowhere near. What's going on in the market? Um, well, I mean, as you're seeing it grow, as you're seeing it um, expand and become obviously more profitable, right. um, we've seen brands created that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and those brands have definitely tapped into our culture. And um, I've really used that to catapult a lot of those brands into the stratosphere. Um, right. Just involvement within the culture has helped those brands quite a bit. So I mean, brands like Cookies. Yeah, a lot um, of those brands definitely. I mean, being um, you know rappers affiliated, rappers being a part of the creation, the culture is definitely influential. Definitely, definitely influential in our space. Right. Well, are we doing the right thing with marijuana? What 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 is what is marijuana's purpose to you guys? 
Um, well, initially when we got started, and I think still at the backbone of what we do is helping people. Mm. Um, we came in during medical, and we were serving the truly sick and getting medicine to the truly sick at home mm -hmm. um, without them having to, uh, you know, address their issues and go through their issues to, to get into a dispensary. We made it so we came to them, which I think was a lot of the point. When we started, there weren't any deliveries. Mm -hmm. that we were doing it like we were doing it. Um, and in short order, you saw even dispensaries pick up deliveries. After, um, I'd say, probably three, four years of us doing it, we started seeing it pick up in dispensaries, and everyone started doing it. Because it only made sense. For some reason, it was overlooked, though. Right. But um, you, you take during the pandemic, I mean, Delivery was robust, you know, so, it was robust. Our, our industry was deemed an essential industry, which is um, kind of crazy, you know. Essential. I mean? It was essential. So mm. we, we worked, the industry grew during the pandemic. But not just for recreational purposes. Recreational and medical. And medical. Yeah, it, and it just grew. You know, right. the industry grew. People were at home. People had anxiety and all types of different things going on. And we were home for long periods of time. So, um, but through that, when you see a lot of other industries shrunk, cannabis industry expanded, you know, and got really, really big and um, continues to grow. What is the medicinal benefits of cannabis? Um, from chronic pain and um, insomnia to AIDS, cancer, um, you name it. I mean, it's, it's in there. And I fall in the category of insomnia. <laughs> There's a lot of nights where I'm like, Jenna's like, go, go to sleep, why are you still up? And I'm like, yo, I just need to smoke something. Now I smoke and I'll find my way, you know what I mean? But I've seen uh, documentaries of kids with uh, leukemia and cancer and their parents will move them to a state where it's legalized and they will take doses and it will help them with, with their, their treatment. Autism as well? Yeah. Autism as well. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think uh, our youngest patient was probably, probably um, eight or nine months. It was our youngest patient. Eight or nine months? Yeah. Wow. And a lot of people look at it and think it's just a leaf. Like it's mad different forms that it can be used in capsules. And this child was having seizures. Right. Right. And it stopped the seizures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Wow. Um, they were having seizures. So, I mean, it runs the gamut. You know, it's, it's a host of things that, um, that I see it applied to that I didn't even, that I haven't encountered, but it, it actually applies. So. Mm. Um, the human body is an interesting thing, and that product is also an interesting thing. So, you know, they work together. We have a, um, a endocannabinoidal system within our body. You know, everyone has an endocannabinoidal system that engages. Wait, you use big words, bro. You gotta, you gotta break this down. You gotta, the, the people are like endocannabinoid. Oh yeah, yeah. I read about no. What is that? It's like how we have a digestive system. Uh, uh, reproductive system, integumentary system, we have an endocannabinoidal system. And that's basically, there's a part of your body that is specifically designed to receive and engage this plant. 
Right. Wow. And that's on Google too. Sorry, man, for yeah. those who like to go. Yeah, yeah, Google that. Yeah. Google that. It's real. That's, that's real. It's real. Definitely. I've been trying to get my mother to smoke weed for years, bro. <laughs> years. She has arthritis. And that helps with that also, right? Yeah, but she yeah. don't have to smoke it. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't have to smoke no. it. No. I mean, for that, she could do topicals, but with something like arthritis, I would do like tinctures and topicals yeah. inside out. Yeah. Again, with the big words. Tinctures <laughs> and topicals and topicals, you know, like so, Bengay. Right. That's like oh, okay. traditional, just to rub on top of the oil. on top of right. it, like right. That's all oil or mad different forms or patches, of it. They yeah, patches or patches that you just apply to to yeah, the areas that hurt. Areas. Um, and you guys manufacture those, yeah, yeah. So, um, all of those things are are ways for them to um, engage the product without having to actually smoke it. Right. You know, there's stigmas with the smoking, but that's not, that's why I said it's more of a wellness product. So um, she has tinctures that she can take um, waters. I mean, it's a host of products. It's like, I mean, you name it, it's basically in that form. You know, wow. it's, a, it's a host of products. So this is, this could be, this is the, people have, have speculated that uh, legalizing marijuana could actually Fix the economy. Well, possible. I mean, depends it on helped the our economy. Depends it, on the rollout. Yeah, and and it helped it helped California's economy drastically. You know, I before I was in this space, I worked in um, social services and I was running residential facilities for troubled youth, mm -hmm. and they were furloughing us and all that stuff. I mean, and then the state started grasping it and regulating it and working towards legalization slowly. Right. And um, it changed. You know, it definitely helped us. Mm. You know, it definitely helped our state. And most states are seeing, I mean, I don't, I haven't seen a state that saw negative um, revenue in right. the Treasury. You know, I think it's all been positive and growing incrementally each year. Well, I got to say, um, growing up in Brooklyn, it's refreshing. The bun I spliff in front of the police. It's great. Really? You just stand you just, and just look at them. It's, it's, it's wonderful that, that, you know, it's legalization out here now. Um, but aside from the medicinal sides of it, big business, but who's in control? Because I feel like we, you know, in our culture, hip, the hip hop culture, we've done the majority of promotion for any type of, of weed or cannabis product. Who's in control? Well, we definitely aren't in control. Mm. Um, you know, we, we are on the peripheries. You know, we, we get a lot of promotional stuff. We might get um, a strain here and there. Mm -hmm. um, but we aren't on the level that, you know, would be almost appropriate at this point. Um, definitely you don't see representation. I mean, definitely not. Not, not as far as like the CEOs of these companies. Or. CEOs, um, I mean, you will see a lot of people of color on the front lines, you know, mm -hmm. um, bud tenders and um, delivery drivers or um, distributors and all that stuff, but you don't see much once you go into the back room. Why is that? It's the nature of the, I mean, that's how the industry has been. I mean, that's why you see they've created equity programs around the country. Mm -hmm. um, to try and make what obviously has been unfair 
more fair. Right. You know, that's been the purpose of it. They, they, that's why all of the equity programs have come out, to try and give people of color who have been targeted during the war on drugs and left out during the economics of cannabis. Mm -hmm. They've been left out of the economics of cannabis, so now you see like big cities, Los Angeles, um, Oakland, San Francisco, and a host of other cities. Are New York. New York, rolling out equity in different versions in some way and trying to level the playing field and make it more fair, you know, mm -hmm. some way, shape, or form. Um, which is, I mean, you know, it's an attempt. It's mm -hmm. a part of it, you know right. what I mean? Um, we, we definitely don't have... We aren't represented enough because a lot of us also haven't grasped it and looked at it as we should. Um, so we haven't picked up the skills and, you know, haven't branched out, haven't done a lot of those things, been quite content with, you know, just some involvement and mm -hmm. uh, a check or something, you know. I think that's been probably what's most abundant. But you guys having your own company, I mean, what, what is it worth? What's the company worth now? Yeah. I wouldn't. I couldn't even imagine. Yo, come that. on, man. <laughs> come on. Work. The people need to know. <laughs> this is a. This is an interest point. Um, in the scope of our industry, we're a small, small fish. Right. We're very small. I mean, you have colossal companies. You have corporate companies. You right. have publicly traded companies in our space. Right. Um, we aren't in that conversation. We're. Uh, um, a, a different version of those because a lot of those companies came in fully loaded with specific goals you know you, you know we came in grassroots in search of helping people right you know different models different missions um, so we just addressed it differently you know mm -hmm. um, not to criticize them but we just had different goals when we came in right and if I would have came in with those investors behind me, I probably would have had different goals as well. But I came in by myself, you know, doing it by myself. As far as like uh, the medicinal side of it, how many patients would you say you've treated? Talking about close to 10 years worth of work. That's, yeah. that's, Tens that's, of thousands, probably. Tens of thousands. Yeah, we've served a lot of people. I mean, oh, no. yeah, most of the fine. people we was doing deliveries, deliveries <sighs> to was, was all medical. It wasn't like it is. That's what I said. A lot of people look at it just to smoke and get high. We was actually treating stuff. So all the, the patients and the people that was hitting us on the internet and we taking deliveries to, it was actually, they needed it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? To sleep like you would right. have pain, back pain, stuff like that. Um, headaches, migraines. Our so, first few years were, our first like four or five years were 100% doctor referrals. All doctor referrals. Oh. Like I didn't have the means to advertise and there weren't very much many. avenues to advertise in, in our right. space. Couldn't put billboards up. You know, you couldn't right. do a lot of this stuff. Because it was still, still illegal, technically. Right. It, it was legal in the state, and, you know, we had all the gray areas that still exist. But it just wasn't, you know, companies, um, corporate advertising and marketing companies definitely weren't um, embracing our, our, our stuff, you know. So it was, you had to be crafty and figure out ways to get to it. We came in just solely on doctors. Mm. Um, and I had doctors that I had engaged and... Um, shown what I do and they respected what I did and in short order they started sending patients to me that they felt needed this product. 
What, what would you say was a, a case where it would seem like a miracle that someone being treated with marijuana would turn around? Joshua. Remember Joshua? Gentleman who was a, a paraplegic guy. He had uh, procedures for his nerves, could barely move. Um, and we had to give him the, yeah. Um, well, not a miracle. Um, I, would, I had a certain patient mm -hmm. that um, anytime I would take, any, like, anytime my drivers would go to him, I dealt with him at first, and anytime my drivers would go to him yeah. as the company grew, um, we would, I would always like to send my new drivers to him. Right. He was completely like a paraplegic, and sometimes when his, uh, his nurse or something wasn't there, you would have to like light it and hold it because he needed that relief right then. Right. And every time one of my drivers would go to him, they came back to work in tears. Like every time, like whoever it was, they came back crying and like, this is why I do this work. This is the, this is what I want to do, you know. Wow. Because you you get to see for real, like yeah. you see what he going through until you walk in, and then you see this happen, and then you see him just collapse, you know. And I mean, I'm talking snot bubbles, right? So what, the what's the night. contrast from him, like? Nerve issues, right? So severe pain, pain and convulsions and stuff like that. Yeah, it was right. nerve issues, and he was wheelchair bound and bedridden, all that type of stuff, you know. And great personality, though. Yeah, great personality, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, it's we've had patients that you know had stage four and beat it, and through lifestyle changes and cannabis and all that stuff. We definitely had a lot of those. But oh, you said lifestyle changes and cannabis. Yeah. Lifestyle what is the change? lifestyle change? Changing their diet, cutting out sugar, um, dairy, um, exercising, you know, traditional stuff that we did when we were healthy. Right. That we, as we age, we stopped doing and get kind of confused as to how come we aren't healthy anymore. So right. traditional stuff like that. But, um, you know, when you're dealing with stuff like cancer and, and especially stuff like cancer, you have to be aggressive because cancer is aggressive. So you have to take aggressive steps. Right. You can't you can't half ass. You have to go into it and step into it and change your behaviors because it's those behaviors that got you in that spot. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you have to address it as such. Right. Now me having a a brother that died from cancer. <clears throat> I will say when we the first time that he was diagnosed stage four, we did um sour sock. Uh, alkaline. Um, he w he was a at first against the cannabis products. I got him a couple of edibles, and it'd be late in the night when nobody else is around, and he'd be like, "Yo, give me one of them." You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Let me see what's up. Right. And in two weeks, he was out the hospital. Two weeks. Two weeks. Um, unfortunately, I feel like there was more underlining issues as far as like mentally, but I saw the flip, so I, I believe in it. And that's the reason why I had to have to sit down with you guys, because I've seen it. And I think that people need to know about these things. So, I think, sorry, not to cut off, but I think that's a lot of it too, it's like application. When you see it, 
then it becomes real. When you're in stage four cancer, or if you're fighting for your life, it, it, it becomes real. Right. You don't second guess nothing because you don't have a choice. So it's applied to you. It's an experience. Right. So. And we do things in our community, like, you know, like over the years I've noticed, like, when people in our community get cancer, for example, they go and get a biopsy. But when other folks get cancer, they cut that thing out, y'all biopsy that on your own, let me know after the fact. You know, mm. they don't really like to do the chemo. We run mm. into chemo. Like, I'm not a medical doctor and I'm not giving medical advice, but I'm just saying, like, that's the differences that I've noticed in our communities versus other communities. Mm. Um, in the Bahamas, where I'm from, we are all about bush medicine and mm. herbs and all that stuff. But when we get cancer, we kind of brush all of that to the side, go chemo, and go all traditional, right. Western, and and don't even touch any of the other stuff. You know, um, I think it's a blend. I think wellness is a blend of modalities. You know, um, right. and health is that. And you and you've seen a lot of results in cannabis. Yes. Yeah. Now there's so many different strains. Like, help me understand. <laughs> How this works because sometimes somebody I'm like, what, what kind of what, what weed is this? And they'll be like, yo, this is platinum bubble. This da 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 da. So that's not okay. the strands. That's actually the names that they're doing. It's only three the strands, actually. There's only three strands. Yeah, sativa, indica, hybrid, right. and they use different names for whatever they grew to put it in that space. Right. So but some still, are stronger than others. Right. So it's still going to be a sativa, a hybrid, or indica. Right. It's one of those three, and then within those, you have thousands of strains. Yeah. Thousands of, yeah, different strains within yeah. those three segments. Three, or three, three segments, yeah. yeah. Um, what are the differences? Indica will be more of a nighttime, um, couch lock, chill you out. Um, right. Sativa, more daytime, um, artistic, uh, want to yeah, be busy. Right. Head high, body high. Focus. Exactly. Right. And you have indica, I mean, you have indica dominant hybrid mm -hmm. or sativa dominant hybrid. So if it's sativa dominant, it'll be still, it'll have a little bit of couch in it, but it'll be more still like daytime and keep you busy, clean okay. the house. So I would assume for nerves, you go sativa, you want to date. Right. So you go indica. You go indica. Hybrid indica. Right. And indica. and sativa for. Well, sativa might be. Okay, so the the uses vary, right? Yeah. So for specific needs and stuff, now we're getting into terpene profiles and stuff. Now that's what the medicine. That's the true science in it. You know, it's the terpene profiles. Mm -hmm. So the terpene. Yeah. Why the why the product smell the way it smell? When yeah. you smell it and you smell like, I know y'all like sour diesel in New York. <laughs> but, but sour diesel in New York, you know. Um, right. That's why sour diesel smell the way it smell. Um, and it's an actual strain that has a, has a lineage, you know, it's, it's real. It's, you have hybrids, you have a lot of strains that, um, that don't exist in seed form. Mm -hmm. It's just crosses and cloning and stuff like that. Are those strains... What is the difference between those strains and the ones that you can find in seed form? Well, a lot of strains just have been crossed and made. They've been crossed and made, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of them have. So no real difference. All of them still in that same family that, that Saab was talking about. All of them still in that same family of stuff. Um, but 
now, I mean, as you see, we have a lot, a lot of flavors, a lot, a lot of variety. Right. Um, variety and flavors have gone crazy. It's like mm -hmm. ice cream shop. Whatever happened to regs? Well, well, regs happened with, they call that when all that was happening, they call it Arizona, Ari. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they call it greens now. Mm -hmm. So it's still it's still there. It's just everybody talks Zaza. Yeah, we don't have eggs in those stores, though. No? Um, um, we have outdoor. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I guess that could be as close to eggs as right. you'll find. Yes, but right. we don't... They call it block Outdoor is close... Block work. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. It's, yes, it's anything, the dry one. It's but you have enough. numbers in but, outdoor, But too. no, yeah. it's not. It can't I mean, call it use, I've seen outdoor that as good numbers. as any indoor. Yeah, numbers. Yeah. Yeah, that is potent as any indoor as well, you know. Numbers. So it, it really depends. It's a different flavor a little. Yeah. Which one is better? Indica is higher price. I mean, um, indoor Indoors. is higher price. Right. Mm -hmm. Outdoor More nurtured. Is, is, is lower priced. Um, but the quality depends on the grower. It always Absolute depends company. on the So grower. you could have an outdoor that's better than an indoor, depending on the grower. The grower, yeah. For sure, yeah the farmer is everything. Yeah, the, everything. Grower, the grower matters. All okay. the, the type of care they put into their pro, into their work matters, you know. Um, Trimming, like everything. everything. Recipe in the tea, everything. Mm -hmm. Say that again? The recipe in the tea, what they putting into the flower and they growing, you know, all mm. that matters. The attention that they put to it, that matters. You guys have been doing this for a long time, so I think that I think that you know things that is like regular for y'all, and, <laughs> and everybody else is like, "What the what in the tea? The what recipe tea? What what did they put in that? What it, what, what is that?" Well, it it depends on. It's a top feed mix that you make, mm -hmm. um, normally molasses based, yeah, um, because the plant likes the sugar. Um, you, you know, it's, it's all the science of loving your plant. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what the plant needs. Um, you read about it, you study it, you know what the plant needs, and mm -hmm. you do it. You provide it. It's like, like, a, I mean, like your baby. Yeah, I mean, yeah, being a grower is like... 24-hour, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You can't walk away from it. Yeah. No. Mm. Yeah, you, 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 when you're a grower, you are a grower. You, you barely could be anything else. You mm. know what I mean? Because the plants... When, they, when lights off, you can live. When lights on, you, you're locked in, you know. Um, until, and that's how you are every harvest until you harvest. What is the best form to ingest cannabis? Depends on the individual. Some people don't like to smoke. Right. See, a lot of people around smoke. here vape. So they would, they would, yeah, they, you can vape if you don't want yeah. to smoke. Um, does, it, does the butane that they use to make the oils, does that taint? Um, well, for, for those who still using butane to make oil, most of the um, oils now are are um, CO2. I would say mostly CO2, not too much butane anymore. Mm -hmm. um, butane kind of been phased out, and it will be, I'm sure, at some point all the way. So not too much of that. Um, it it's a lot of a lot of like live resin, live presses where you actually just pressing. The, the raw plant, getting right. the resin off of it and smoking that right. or cooking with that because you can cook with it. You can, you know, you have a host of ways you can do it. What is the, what, what would you say is a healthy dose of cannabis? 
So they have it at 10 milligrams right now. Um, mm -hmm. So that's that's how our industry is dosed um, for the recreational space in 10 milligrams. So you have a you might have a hundred milligram bar, but it's scored in tens. Mm -hmm. um, it really depends. You know what what would be a healthy dose for uh, a person who dealing with insomnia would not be the same dose that you would give to someone who in stage four mm. or someone who have who who have autism or something like that. I mean, like okay, Snoop Dogg smokes a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is that a healthy dose? Like, is he smoking? Can you can you smoke too much or can you ingest too much? Uh, moderation, I think, always is key in anything, you know, too mm -hmm. much anything is bad for you. You could drink too much water and kill yourself, you right. know. So, um, I can't say if he smokes too much. Um, I see when he smokes only on, when I see him on TV, and I don't know if that's the duration of his life, but um, it's hard to say, you know. I, I mean, the worst, the worst thing I've seen happen is people fall asleep. That's it. That is the worst thing. That is the actual worst thing. And then it's, it gets kind of worse than that. Though. Nobody ODs at all. It, the worst part after that is if there's no food. Yeah. When right. they wake up. Mm. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Now, um, with legalization spreading, um, you guys have been working on legalizing the, the Bahamas. How's that going? Pretty good. Um, it was a hard no when we started. It's, it's a hard, firm no. It was, people told me I was crazy. Right. Um, now we have 86, 87% support, you know, full support, you know, basically. Um, because we're sick, you know, we have, we have a sick country, mm -hmm. you know. Diabetes is rampant. Cancer is rampant. Um, you know, we have issues, and we need all of the resources we can find. Right. I mean, and, you know, you look at the top five things that kill black people, I mean, just about every single one of them is treated with cancer. You know. Treated with cannabis. I mean, treated with cannabis, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. So, so, all right, so how does um, cannabis assist with diabetes? That's what really, that's, what, that's something that the doctor's home really opened my eyes about. They're excited to really dig into it for wound care um, and there's possibilities for wound care. Um, but just breakdown of sugars is different. Yes, you see a lot of people who consume cannabis to slim in the waist. But, you know, um, but that's the, that's, that's the new frontier of our industry. That's now that all of the the negative that was attached to it is gone now. It's that research component. Who's going to come up with this um, this cannabis opioid, you know, like this, this true painkiller or mm -hmm. who's going to take it intravenous or whichever direction people go with it. I mean, now that the research is starting to open up, we, we will begin to see because most of the research that's been happening has been in private entities, you know, a lot of, you know, for, for specific goals. But now we're getting into more open research so people will get to see more of what it really does and, and the applications. And that opens a lot more opportunity as well. You know. Now, I've noticed that the cannabis stocks have taken a hit. Um, what are the best stocks for us to look into? So you guys, I, I imagine you watch the market, you know what's changing here, what's changing there, how it's going to be affected. What are the stocks that we, as a culture, should be supporting? 
Tough one. That is a tough one. Um, Take a second. Take your time. I mean, my, I can't name one that I would say that we as a culture should be looking at. Um, mm. We as a culture need to build up some of our own brands to do those things. Right. Um, rather than building up other folks' brands and we just get a piece of. So, I mean, if you're talking about the culture to say we should be, we don't have that. Um, you know, you have a lot of, um, you have people of color, a lot of them that have come into the space over the last few years and um, we're starting to get our footing. Um, but it's still a long ways to go. Um, yeah. But what I was saying, Jay-Z has invested a lot into the cannabis culture. Yeah, there's a couple companies in our area that I um, that I know he's invested in. Um, and, you know, that's a good thing. And we need more of that, you know. Um, but like I say, we need more. We need more brands that are actually from the culture, you know, to encourage us to build. And, and a lot more knowledge. I mean, the information isn't... They aren't going to drop this knowledge on us, so we have to search it out in some way, shape, or form, or have a way to access it. You know, and it's not only about selling cannabis. That's yeah. not only you know. There's so many different facets to this industry that we can be capitalizing on. You know, like, yeah. I mean, like you said, we do the marketing and the advertising, but mm. that normally comes through other firms. Those could be our firm setting those up, setting mm. those relationships up, for mm. example, stuff like that. Um, I mean, every aspect you look at our industry, we can, you know, packaging, um, the, the whole media the and media content component yeah. of it and building of content in our industry that every brand is doing. I mean, it's a, it's a host of ways. Uh, like, in the Bahamas, for legalization, for example, there are 25 industries that will have to either be created or will be impacted by So. Out of, on our list, I think 11 of the industries don't even currently exist in our country. So mm. they need to come into the country in some way, shape, or form for the, you know, to help boost the industry. So it also creates jobs? Plenty, a lot of opportunities. It's definitely an economic boom of good paying jobs as well. Right. Good paying jobs. Right. Good paying. Yeah. Good paying jobs. You yeah. put a number to it? I mean, you look at what master growers are worth. I mean, well, you look in California, um, bud tenders, $15 an hour. You know what I mean? That's plus the minimum tips. wage. Plus tips, right? And that's just, right. that's entry level. Right. That's not, in the, that's not as you grow or anything. That's just the start. That's once you hit 21, you can come into a $15 an hour job. Yeah, I'm paying my bud tenders $15 an hour right now. What, what, are, what are bud tenders? Bar. Yeah, when you go into the dispensary, the, the person who engages you gives you a menu. I went to one when I was in L LA. Yeah. That's yeah. called a bartender. Some people call them hospitality reps now. Mm -hmm. right. That's what we call them. We have hospitality Host. reps. And yeah. hosts, yeah. What are, what are the top strands on the market right now? Hmm. <sighs> I think that depends on every area. Sale-wise sale or personal-wise? Like subjective? Like what, what we think or right. what, yeah, what, what, what you think? What you guys think? Depends on who grew it. Right. Cool. Yeah, that's that's out real. here now is what? Gumbo? Gumbo? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I, I've heard about that as well. Um, but like with me at this point, as long as I've been in the space and as a, someone who grows as well, depends on who grow it. Mm. You know? Um, 
and how much, you know, and if, you know, if they really grew it, you know? Yeah, facts. So they really grew it, you know? Like, it, I grew the, all of my stuff, so I stood by it. You know, I could stand by anything that I, at the time when I was growing, we grew it. That was mine. Right. So I would put it up against anyone. How many different strands have you grown? Um, I, I think, so I started growing because no one wanted to sell, sell me product. Mm. When I first opened, no one would sell me product. Right. I had like a handful, of, not even a handful, I think I had two providers when I started. And no one, you know, people would see me and say, we don't do business with people like you. So they didn't, I, I just, I, I know it was self so I was like, okay, well, apparently y'all feel like y'all the only ones who could grow. I'm from the Bahamas, boy, let me show y'all. Right. And went to work and started doing it. And it was through that where I started stacking up my menu and they were like, huh, and seeing it and smoking my stuff ordering my stuff and trying my stuff, and then I kind of like made it in. I, I don't know, I, I, a clique that I didn't know about or didn't even care to be a part of, I made it into it somehow. And then I started getting people, you know, it was probably five years in, six years in, when we started to really have options for purchasing and stuff like that. And then right. I could phase out growing. Because it it's impossible to build a business and be a grower. Right. You know, you can't do both. You have to either be a grower or you have to be in the retail and the other side of it. You can't do both. It's almost Okay, impossible. so you guys are both growers? No. I came in on after Elliot developed the business. I came in to help and build the business, manage staff, source, grow with it. Mm -hmm. So right now I've just been uh, managing the retail space and um, assisting in the other projects that we have going as well. Right. So um, what, what's the main thing that you would want people to, to know about the cannabis industry? Um, that we need to get into it, that, that it's an opportunity for our culture, for real. Um, it, it truly is, you know. Um, in some way, shape, or form, uh, as we sit, you know, you watch over the next, say, 12 months, how many more people that you didn't know or didn't expect or didn't see coming will end up in this space, mm. you know? Um, and we just need to come in on more of the, come in on the back office, more in ownership, um, mm. rather than just being um, a person that's there to help encourage more business to come to that entity. We need to grasp it. This is our opportunity for real. It really is. Right. Because like you said, we, we clearly run the advertising space and the marketing of these brands. They That's clearly come to us. Yeah. So they show us that the power resides in us. Um, but as a community, I don't think we've, we've grasped it in its entirety. Mm -hmm. um, and we should. You know, that's, that's what I think the biggest thing is. We, we definitely have a, we're missing an opportunity. That, and it's stuck, keep in mind, this thing started in 1996. Cannabis has been selling in this country since 1996. 96. Yes. So Legally. Legally. Since 96, you know, and look at where we at now. And look at what it is now. You know, like you said, you could stand up and smoke in front of the police. You wouldn't have done that right. some years ago. Yeah, right. that's a fact. Right. That is a fact. Right. Respect. Mm. 
Plus now you can carry a certain amount on you and they can't they don't really bother you. Right. What what about shipping? Shipping has always been an issue. Still not allowed. Yeah. Still not allowed. But what you just touched on, I think that 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 is the most important part of this whole legalization thing and the yeah. whole legalization conversation. It's last black man getting held up and jail. ran through the system. That has always been, I mean, you could have never smoked and they say they smell weed in your car. They mm -hmm. rush you for a clip. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now they can't engage you on that. And that's just one less amount. opportunity for them to cause us harm, get us away from our families. I think that has been the most beneficial component. And that was of one something. of the, the biggest reasons they had to stop the, the stop and frisk. They had that going on, and they kept catching everybody with weed. Right. And just going through the system every time just because they had weed, and they wasn't locking them up unless you had like a back warrant or something like that. Otherwise, you was getting fines. But a lot of people was getting caught up because they was going through the system. No, they was locking people up for that. Right, that's what I'm saying. You get caught up and then you go to the island and get another charge. Yeah. So you came there for a little corny weed, then you catch a charge, and they'll be in there longer than yeah. you're supposed to just yeah, because really, of stopping frisk. It ruined some lives. It definitely, definitely ruined, ruined some lives, lives man. Definitely. That's 100%. You definitely. Know? And now that's, that's I have, one I have that's a cousin who just thing came home, use. did 10 years. For weed? For weed. Just came home, literally a, a month ago. Did 10 and we've years. been open over 10 years. 10 years. Wow. Crazy. You're about to give him a job. Nah, nah, nah. Nah. Nah, that would be poetic justice. Nah, I'll actually set him up a company. I want to give him a job. We do bigger things here. Mm. How much um, the weed that we have out here on the street is contaminated with drugs? So that, that's not our call because, it's, again, like we said. No, no, it, I didn't say you. I said how much. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm answering the question. I'm saying it depends on the grower, where you get it from. Because now the Chinese is involved. It's like they bootlegged sneakers and Jordans and they bootleg weed. <laughs> like there are people spraying stuff. And for you, yeah. and for yeah, you for to go out, you know, on the corner right now to go buy them a dumb bag of weed, what I'm trying to ask is, or if that's what's popular in the community right now, how much of that weed, or if y'all don't know, you know, is how likely is that bag that they're going to buy contaminated? This is what I'd say. This would be my answer. Our products are lab tested, right? Mm -hmm before we ever could sell it to someone and have to pass every single lab. And we could do that for people, right? I know y'all are legit. But no, but this was a question. So we, we, we lab tested, right? And that's why we lab test. And lab testing is really pretty new. It's really pretty new in the industry. You have... Like I'm from the island, so I mean I know what you what you're talking about. Like you know, people I'm from doing Barbados. We, exactly, yeah, yeah. you feel mm -hmm. me? You know, they right. doing them things. They spraying it. They I didn't from know. Kind of places. This is how I found out. I was studying, and this devastated me. And maybe a lot of people in the world don't know this. Right. So I was studying the federal system. You know, I'm you know try to make myself aware of the federal laws and everything. So some years ago, and this was years ago before the weed we have now. So the federal have two different charges for marijuana. They have a marijuana charge, and then they have a charge called high-grade marijuana. So I said to myself, why 
What's the difference if you got if the feds is trying to charge you with marijuana? Why? What is this high grade? And this high grade get more time. You looking at you know it's totally different. So I looked into it and I started studying it, and it said the high grade was mixed with heroin and ecstasy and all type of other stuff, and that the crystals. And I remember the crystals back in the days when we would break up the weed, the little crystals. Still they here. said that was the heroin and, and the um, ecstasy and stuff. I was devastated. Because right. there's people that do certain stuff to their bud to make it stink more. So Because a lot of people go by nose, a lot of people go by sight. Mm -hmm. So even if you have a certain amount of weed, if they do certain stuff to it and people open up that eighth and go, yo, this is fire. But they smoke it and it be trash and they get sick or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it came down to a lot of people using roach spray. They was using gas, like literally gas to potentate stuff and have it sit for a long time. I had somebody that we was aware of that... Um, was actually using like a little bit of battery acid, bro. Like it was, it was so it's it was really crazy. so it's really dangerous, mm -hmm. yeah, and that's what I'm trying to get definitely. at. It's really dangerous to go out on the street and, and, and buy a bag right. of weed. That's so, the you know, so this high grade yeah. in our space mm -hmm. is indoor. Is yeah, indoor. That's high grade. <laughs> indoor, that's and high grade. It can have a lot of crystals. Right, a lot right. of crystals. It will be crystals like out. snow. But the, the same with, with the federal government, I think they they break it down. They, they talking yeah, about they, the true They take the weed right. and take it and to the laboratory yeah. and they break it down. Yeah. But what devastated me was this was the regular weed on the street, and this was years ago. So this was not even. This potency that we have out here right Everyone now. Right, right now, what we got out here now, I think everybody that knows that smoke is not the same weed we had in the late '90s and the early and, 2000s. And so, something the, totally the different. Definitely not. The the weed we had back then was Branson. Yeah, everybody um, knew Branson. Um, <laughs> it was like a certain, just a certain few. It wasn't all these crazy names that you heard now, and you get way more. But you've heard it, people travel the world. Right. What's that, what's that group called? The seed people. Seed hunters. Seed hunters. They travel the world, getting strains, all these land race strains. Because yeah. weed, weed grows. It's it's, yeah. it's weed. It is a weed. You know, it ain't. It's a weed, right. and it grows like a weed. You know, and you go in these places, and they go. And so back in the day, it was much more controlled and limited access. This is a, a like. We doing in the billions in revenue in California, you know what I'm saying? Like this is expanded. These grows, these people spending. They sell this a on kit. All aspects. This it, cultivation is real now. They Third. sell a kit that you can do it in your closet now. When I was what we, make weed? Yeah, grow it right. You can grow it. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. yeah, right in your closet. That's yeah. Wow. Yeah, you we sell clones. You can get yeah. your clone of what you want, and you can grow your product Yo, yourself with your house. Yeah. yeah, I knew an artist that had, used to have trunks all over his studio, and, and one day I was like, what's, "What's in the trunks?" Pop it open, it'd be a whole plant, and there'd be a whole bunch of them around. You grow your own meds, treat yourself. So how do you get your hands on uh, lab-tested products that you know are safe? Um, all of my distributors, like yeah. that, is the, that is the cost of entry if you're going to cultivate. Mm -hmm. In the white market, you have to yeah. 
go to the lab. You have to do an R&D at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then once you sell it, like in bulk sales, if you sell it, then once that person or that company purchases it from you, they have to then take it to do the final compliance testing, and it has to pass that. So it has two, two rounds of tests and it has to pass before it could ever get to the consumer. Mm. Um, and like, a fail is a fail. Right. right. A fail is a fail straight up. This is trash, it can't go to the market, and you, you're out of there. And the track and trace, they're able to know, you know, they're, they're tracking pretty much every plant. So I'm in New York, I wanna get your products. How do I get them? You fly to California. <laughs> Come to Cali. We just talked about you can't cross. You can't, you can't travel, man. You just, you just come and visit us and just we come take, out, man. Yeah, I come out and take care of you. I got a reason to come out. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's the easiest way and the most efficient. Um, mm -hmm. Got to get the whole experience. Like, you can't. You know, you can't import the New York experience. You have to come yeah, and have it. But what are the prices, like, what, what's the range of amount that I could come out there and purchase? I think it's about an ounce a day. An ounce, an a, ounce day. a day? Yeah. Um, uh, so I can't buy for, like, two months? No. I mean, no? you could. You could buy, like. <laughs> I'm just asking. You buy an ounce today ounce by your state. license. Yeah, and right, it's that's per just one person. Per so day. me, right. Nav, come and right. come exactly. week. That's three ounces. Exactly. Right. And then if y'all come back tomorrow, and that's, that's another ounce. Yeah, right. you know, we ain't so saying when to leave. Yeah, but as long as that's you're no there. suggestion. That's no <laughs> suggestion. Yeah, as long as you're I mean, there, we can give you an ounce. But most people come and visit the Cali, and they go into the dispensary and sit there for a couple of days, and they get an eighth. It's normally enough for them. They're normally yeah, yeah. They, they're normally trying to find someone to give the rest of that too before they, they leave, go. You know, that's, a, that's a fact. It's, that's it's, a fact. It's potent. You know, we and it's different. I we pride ourselves on our yeah. on our right. power. Like if you go to get a the corner bag. And then you come into our dispensary, you get one of our bags, you will definitely see the difference. You mm. would definitely, like, we would make you go to sleep. We wouldn't have to worry about it. She would be like, wait, I up, think we need to take this sleeping. show on the road. You always sleeping. We need to take a trip. You'll sleep good in our store. You'll sleep yeah. great. But you got the good stuff that don't make you sleep too, right? Of course. Yeah. 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 Like my my recreational <laughs> use is like I'll smoke and then you know write or right. create something. You know what I mean? For, with with Artists. sativas. Hell of a writer. Sativas. Artists, yeah. With sativas. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Hell of a writer. Hell of a writer. On yes, your sir. focus. Yeah. After that sativa. Yeah. yeah, that's sativa. And I don't, yeah, I'm sativa, just, yeah. the sleepy, I don't like to feel the sleep unless it's nah, late. You yeah. up. Sativa, right. you up. Your brain is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an indica 24-7 kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Fox. Laid back. I just, yeah. I, I mean, at this certain, point now, it's just yeah. like, I don't even know sativa. if it, I have so much cannabinoids in my blood. <laughs> I I don't even know what like indica sativa just it does end up to the same thing. Like, so. I just started in 2019, so don't end I'm still up nowhere. Yeah, okay. And it's subjective too, because <laughs> some people they do get on that on that um, heavy hybrid indica indica brand, and like you, well, you got insomnia, you wouldn't do that mm -hmm. when you're about to write. You right. know what I'm saying no. you wouldn't do the same thing for both. Right. 
So it's subjective to a point. See, you know see the problem I mean? is with the streets is most of the times you don't know what you're buying. And that's something I was going to bring up earlier too, perspective. And, and what, what cuts it for us in the Bahamas is, is the knowledge component of everything. We do overlook that. We don't have to be scientists to a degree, but we should have a knowledge of what we're taking in, you know, if it's uh, tested or not. Or, or even like if you look at it, if you squeeze a bag out here and you feel a lot of sticks or whatever, then that should tell you something too. But if you look at it and it don't look healthy, it's still a plant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could tell you something too. And it's, it's just different not safe. Intakes. It's just not safe. Yeah, it really like is. If, if like Be on you have people who putting these stuff in it and that really messing oh, people up. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. really yeah. messing people up. It's it's a horrible, it's a horrible thing. thing. Like you yeah. have people back home who, you know, they've been getting weed from down in Jamaica and. You don't know how much diesel tanks they've been in before they get to us. Mm. And when they, you see these dudes completely like go Going off down. the deep end and they don't ever come, come back. Mm. When I saw the drugs and I'm like, so yeah. that mean we on the drugs? You know, like, you know, that's the first thing, you know, that you got to think. Like, so if I'm smoking, you know, pieces of heroin and coke, that mean I'm on it? You know what I'm saying? Like... You know what I'm saying? Like that, you know, I ain't signed up for that, you know? (laughs) 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 You know what I take about weed that I love about it? And certain people say, or you want certain drugs, and as you get used to it, you, you try to chase another high. Weed is totally different because you could use that same bud, but you can take it, you can intake it different ways to make you higher. That's what's great about it. So if you smoking a wedding cake or something like that, and you smoke it, and now you're getting high, now you could put it in a bong and hit that bong, and it'd be different. Or you could liquid it now, and you could put it in liquid, or you could put it in the edible. But it could see, still be that same wedding cake. Right. That's what's good. When you hitting hair on and... You going like you chase now and you crack. You're chasing that high, yeah. and, and now you're trying to steal stuff for it. You trying to with weed. Yeah, you more laid back. You trying to just get high and chill. Right. Yeah. Like, you know what right. I mean? That's the great thing about it. That's why I said they say people getting car crashes or people die behind weed or go shoot people. That's a total. That's bullshit. I, that's. But happy, that could be the what they say, happy, weed. hungry, <laughs> that happy, could be hungry, sleepy. Weed. Happy, hungry, sleepy. Happy, hungry, sleepy. Because the first time I smoked with them, I think it was an OG granddad or something, I smoked with them. I was out. And, and they got mad dogs. <laughs> so all they dogs lay on their couches. I pushed all the dogs off the couch. <laughs> I just leaned up. Bro. I was knocked, yo. That put me out. I felt so good. Woke up like, yo, that was That's what supposed amazing. To be. Like I really had the effects of my head got tight. I'm like, yo, it's like my hat is squeezing my head. Yeah, like, you, said, you kept saying that. Yeah, yeah you, my, you said it's my hot, my head is mad tight. I mad said, tight, like mad my head is mad tight. What's going on? So like, it's true. It increases the circulation to your brain, and it makes you aware of everything. Yeah, you yeah. think, you know, like you know, there's people smoke and they. They want to talk, mm. you know? They, right. Back home, we call it reason. Yeah. When people smoke, they want reason, reason with you. They want to yeah. talk. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That that creates that. I'm, 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 I perform many speeches in front of Jenna <laughs> late night. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of nowhere, just. 
Yeah, breaking down something. Like 15 minutes long, and it just the shit sounds <laughs> yeah. like get a mic the stand. most genius shit ever. Like, you like you gotta I did get a mic that shit. Put that. the mic up. There you go. Get sure. on the mic. Yeah, that's what's up. That's how it do. No, no, no. No, it'd be some genius shit, bro. You gotta talk. record it, man. I always have something to record. Well, um, catch it. Have we covered everything? What's missing? I think he covered. More people can contact us that need manufacturing distribution. They need branding. We 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 do it. Starting all. a brand. How how hard is that? Um. Well, that's what that's kind of what we've been focusing on with our, our manufacturing and distribution in in, in Oakland. Um, trying to, I've been turning that into a brand house. So, mm -hmm. we've brought since last year. I brought, I think it was ten, ten black families. I brought into the cannabis space with the two branding. They have their own brands. Two different brands we created. Mm -hmm. What um, are the name of the brands? Junkanoo Farms, which is uh, Junkanoo is a celebration back home, Christmas time, big big African celebration, and mm -hmm. then um, Clutch Bahama. Clutch Bahama. That's through a, a partnership of a Bahamian doctor down in South Florida, nice. and um, so yeah, we that's what we're trying to do. Um, we could do a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of the back end stuff. Um, we do a lot of the sourcing, um, and we make it happen. Like. Um, Whoever wants to reach out, like that's what that's what we're. I'm I'm really trying to push on that because we are underrepresented, right? Um, and if they want to work and push their brand, um, that's the type of stuff we want to do. You know, we want to we want to build brands and, you know, because the big push as all the big companies are headed towards some form of going public. Right. That is the that is the end goal for just about. You know, my, my Liberty dispensary, like we're in the process of doing a renovation up there to ch totally change the aesthetics to make it more franchisable, right. you know, to expand across the country. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's the end goal. And that will be like the next Bitcoin in the community too, you know, but yeah, will, it be, will it reach to us? Right. Or will we just be hoping to invest and get a little piece? Right. You know, will it be our offerings? How do, how do people contact you guys? Um, best way would be, I guess, by email. Mm -hmm. um, proper RX at email at Gmail. I'm sorry, proper P R O P E R R X at Gmail. Mm -hmm. I would say that's our best way. Our social media, you know, is still always they always shut us down. So, um, but our G our Gmail is and our email is always consistent. Um, they can also call us direct five one zero five five nine zero nine seven zero is our direct line in Oakland. One more time. Five one zero five five nine zero nine seven zero. I know they say it twice in the commercials. You know, yeah. you gotta, mm -hmm. you gotta make right. sure you right. appreciate, <laughs> you appreciate, appreciate that, man. Right. Yeah, but um, yeah, feel, you know, feel free. Um, we're always interested in in even just sharing the information. Sharing the thoughts and um, helping people understand what they need to do. Mm. I think uh, YouTube channel is in order. Could be, yeah. I mean, that'd definitely be cool. Since we're working on mm -hmm. the brand, we could work on that too. Mm -hmm. That'd definitely mm -hmm. be a plus. I want to say thank you guys appreciate yeah, you. for appreciate coming you. out. For real. Thank you for educating the people. Um, yeah, appreciate it. I think you. I think we have a better understanding of, of what we're smoking and the future of it.
You're smart. Get in now. <laughs> Good looking, folks. Appreciate you, man. And we out.